We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, the quintessential grunge couple. In fact, they were the only grunge couple considering how short-lived the movement was. For three years, they lived in intense passion but it was worn down by drugs. For them, to love is to self-destruct, to lose themselves together. A story of concerts, studios, and heroin. A love story. Nineteen ninety-one, Los Angeles. The Butthole Surfers are performing at the Hollywood Palladium. In the mosh pit, the audience is electrified. Their bodies moving and colliding with one another. The floor is sticky. The smell of sweat and beer fills the space. Away from the crowd, a group of musicians is having a conversation. Several figures from the California punk and alternative rock scene are present. One woman catches everyone's attention. It's Courtney Love from the band Hole. A platinum blonde with red lips and green eyes. She laughs a lot and speaks loudly. She's very charismatic. Facing her is a more reserved boy, Kurt Cobain. He is a handsome young man with his blonde hair and unkept beard. Occasionally, between sentences, he tucks a lock of hair behind his ear. Kurt formed his band two years prior, Nirvana. They released their debut album, Bleach, recorded in three days. It was a real flop because the record label made no effort to promote the release. This is the first time Courtney and Kurt meet. He is impressed by her. She is three years older than he and has already been through a lot. Courtney was raised in the hippie movement. She's the eldest of five children. Her mother violently divorced her father when Courtney was very young. She was quickly left to fend for herself, sent to boarding schools or reform homes. At 15, she emancipated herself and traveled around the world, including Japan, where she performed stripteases. Courtney experimented with drugs while still a teenager. Kurt comes from a very different background. He grew up in Aberdeen, a coastal town in the state of Washington, a dreary city where the population struggles to make a living from fishing or logging. He, too, lacked proper guidance. His father left the household when he was a teenager. At 17, Kurt sets sail and drifts through life without a fixed home. It's in Seattle that he discovers his inner flame, music. He uncovers bands that inspire him. In 1987, he decides to create his own. And despite the difficulties, Nirvana carves out a place for themselves. 
When he meets Courtney, the band has just received an advance from the Geffen label. They are about to record at the prestigious Sound City studio in Los Angeles. Their second album will be called Nevermind. The release is scheduled for the same month as Hole's upcoming album, Courtney's Band. For her, it all began in the early 80s in Portland. The city was the birthplace of the Riot Girl movement, a feminist punk movement. Courtney forms the band Babes in Toyland with Kate Bieland. Together, they create the grunge look with a feminine twist, ripped tights, patched up slip dresses, and bows in their hair. She already has a solid reputation as a rocker when she moves to Los Angeles and forms Hole with guitarist Eric Erlinson. For her new album, Courtney has heavyweight support. Kim Gordon, the basis of Sonic Youth, is the record's producer. That evening marks the meeting of two rebellious musicians, already damaged by life despite their young age. The attraction is mutual. After this encounter, Courtney lets Dave Grohl, Nirvana's drummer, know that she is charmed by Kurt. Kurt feels the same way, but he is cautious. He has just come out of a heartbreak, and he senses that Courtney could break his heart like no one else. He avoids her throughout the summer, then he faces the truth. Courtney is the coolest girl in the world. That's what he tells a friend. Together, Courtney and Kurt listen to music, they laugh, and they do drugs. They share the same affinity for heroin. Before we continue with this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away, we'll be right back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. On November 8, 1991, in a London TV studio, Kurt announces live on air, I would like everyone in this room to know that Courtney Love, the singer of a sensational band called Hole, is the best f- on the planet. That's how he introduces the song, Smells Like Teen Spirit. The legend of Nirvana is launched. A few days later, in their hotel room, Kurt and Courtney promised to get married. The next day, at the end of Nirvana's performance at the Trans Musical Festival in Rennes, he collapses. Heroin is draining him. The couple gets married in February 1992, and Courtney announces her pregnancy shortly after. During the pregnancy, a controversy rages on about Courtney's alleged continued heroin abuse. Both of them deny it, but Kurt's overdose during a concert in Belfast doesn't help the situation. Their daughter, Frances Bean, is entrusted to Courtney's half-sister. Together, they fight to regain custody. They love their daughter more than anything. She is a source of light in an increasingly dark daily life. Kurt is depressed. He struggles with Nirvana's skyrocketing success. He can't accept being loved by people who don't understand the message he wants to convey. He plans to call the next album, I Hate Myself and I Want to Die. The record, recorded in Minnesota with Steve Albini, will ultimately be called In Utero. The recording goes well, but when Kurt and Courtney are together again, they go back to heroin. For the band's fans, Courtney is a toxic influence. Kurt makes a first suicide attempt in March 1994, after a European tour filled with cocaine. A month later, he isolates himself in his Seattle home for several days. It is there that he shoots himself in the head, in a backyard shed. He leaves a note that ends with lyrics from Neil Young. 
it's better to burn out than to fade away. During Kurt's funeral vigil, Courtney once again shocks her fans. She blames him for his actions and insults him. The years go by, Courtney continues her journey, struggling between detox and relapses, between brilliant and mediocre albums. Today, she remains one of the most precious witnesses of that era, of that musical movement, of that unparalleled band called Nirvana, a fleeting yet major episode in the history of music. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Me, Love Me Not. If you enjoy this podcast, please let others know by giving us a rating and leaving comments on your favorite listening platform.